What's going on, y'all? Today we're talking Manifold Garden. I'm going to give you my impressions on this new game from a developer named William Cheer. This is out on Apple Arcade as well as the Epic Game Store. I'm going to start by telling you guys a little story. When I was uh, when I was a college freshman and sophomore, uh, for those two years, I was an architecture major. And um, I was not a very good architecture major. I was not a very good architecture student. But I did um, have, a, it was kind of a foundational year. These were foundational years for me creatively because it sort of helped to, to define me as a sort of creative entity and making art or music or, you know, even becoming like, you know, an aspiring writer at one point and having all these different hobbies that have, um, that I've been, have consumed my life over, uh, the past 20 years or so. Um, those two years were really foundational for me, uh, in that respect. And, um, I really liked the abstracts of, architectural concepts and everything. I was never as good at the practical side of things like, oh, by the way, this is an actual building that needs to be actually built and constructed and inhabited. I was more interested in just the the design and the aesthetics and the, uh, the abstractions uh, within those things. And I wasn't really I wanted everything to be an art project rather than an actual building, so to speak. So um, I was a bit of a dreamer as an architecture major, um, but I will say that during that time, I listened to a lot of um, IDM, which is like experimental dance music, uh, and I listened to artists like the big names, the Aphex Twins, the uh, Square Pusher, Autecker, Oval, all those big names. Um, one name that I remember really uh, vividly is Jega, J-E-G-A, or excuse me, J-E-G-A, yeah. Uh, Jega had an album called Geometry back in 2000, and Geometry has an out, has a cover uh, that is an album cover that is like basically what Manifold Garden looks like to me. It's just, it's geometric shapes. It's basically in a sort of architectural type of stylization with the perspective and everything of this image. And in my opinion, like a lot of this, there were many, uh, there have been many album art projects that are like this, that are, that have that um, abstract architecture or impossible architecture, surrealist architecture, whatever you want to call it, uh, kind of aesthetic. Uh, it's sort of almost like a, it's almost sort of like an artistic discipline in and of itself because we've seen so many people do that kind of work. Um, and it's really cool to see it in a game um, done at such a high level as it's done with Manifold Garden. Um, so in, in my opinion, Manifold Garden is like basically climbing into your favorite album art cover or cover art and then like just living there. Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like if, if you look at this Jega album cover and you look at how, how detailed it is and how, and how dense it is, and you think about actually going inside of it and exploring inside of it, you actually get to do that with Manifold Garden, which is, 
it's really a pretty, it's a pretty, I'll just say it's a, it's a good game. I definitely like the game. It's going to, it's going to make it into my like top 10 years, top 10 list for the year for sure. Um, it is a puzzle game. It is in the vein of games like Cube 2, Portal, um, The Witness even, I guess you could uh, make some comparisons there. If you like any of those games, or if you like the way this game looks, Manifold Garden, um, then you want to have this game on your radar. Uh, You definitely want to try your best to play this game. Um, I played the game on PC through the Epic Game Store, um, and I'm lucky enough to have been able to play it at like 4K 60 frames per second. Um, and it looked and played absolutely fantastically. And I also played it a little bit on Apple Arcade on my Apple devices. So I know that it works there as well. It's actually, um, my, my opinion is if you are, if you have a gaming PC available to you, then that's in my opinion, the way to play this game, like pay the 20 bucks and play it that way. But if that's not an option for you right now, um, and you just have maybe if you have an, an, an Apple device, like a newer iPhone or one of the, any device that can run one of the newer operating systems, then you should be able to run this game. Um, I tested it on a MacBook, uh, like a kind of crappy MacBook that I have at work as well as, um, an iPhone XS, uh, plus and an older iPad pro from like three years ago or something like the first, the first generation of the, the iPad pro. <clears throat> um, and this game runs well on all of those things. Um, I had to scale down the, uh, the specs on my, on the MacBook, but I, once I did that, it ran really well. It looked fine. Even though th- that's the good thing about this game, even if you scale things down a lot, um, it's still a very good looking game. It just looks how it's supposed to look pretty much no matter what. So it's very forgiving in that sense. I still recommend playing it on, uh, you know, like 4K60 if you have that option. But if you don't, no worries. You're still going to have a good experience with it, I believe. Um, Now, it is a first-person game. So um, remember, like on Apple Arcade these days, you can pair like your, your PS4 controller or an Xbox One controller um, and if you, if you don't have any gaming consoles and you just have Apple devices, this game might be actually worth picking up a controller, like just for this game, you will be able to play more Apple arcade games with a controller like that. But, um, having those, uh, analog sticks is, uh, is I found, um, a much better way to play for me personally. So I recommend doing it that way. If you're going to, if you're going to go the Apple arcade route. But anyway, let's get into the let's get into the guts of this game. It is a game where uh, I guess primarily it is a, a a gravity bending game. So you know, all of these different kind of games have their sort of niche. Portal, obviously, you you are able to uh, manipulate the environment and different objects by using portals. In Cube, similarly, you're able to um, work with, uh, different, uh, what do you, what do you want to call it? Um, you're working with different cubes and different activation points on the ground to manipulate the cubes 
to uh, move them around and to solve puzzles that way. And with Manifold Garden, you are solving puzzles primarily by uh, bending gravity, walking on walls, walking on ceilings, walking it. You can change the floor to any plane that you see in front of you. So that makes the game like incredibly uh, surrealist. It's very disorienting, uh, but I would say in a good way. I would say um, the puzzles in this game are not what I would say difficult. Like I found the game pretty, pretty easy to get through, uh, but there were definitely some head scratchy moments, but I was able to work through everything pretty, pretty easily. And I'm not the best at puzzle games. I love puzzle games. I play puzzle games a lot, but I'm, I'm also not, I, I wouldn't say that I'm great at them or that I'm really fast at puzzle games or anything like that. So if I can get through this game, I feel like you, most of you out there will be able to as well without any issues. Um, and I will say, however, the, the scale, like the physical scale of the environments that you're in can be very intimidating. Um, and that's kind of one of the beauties of, of Manifold Garden is everything is giant. Like you're in this sort of like each different sort of scene or, or um, uh, level that you're in or different area that you're in is like a massive like architectural mega complex that you have to sort of navigate around in. And uh, most of the time these are repeating environment so you you can jump and just fall and then get to the ceiling where you were and land on it and then keep going from there so all of these most of the environments are repeating that can be forgiving um, and also generally the objective is not uh, not really that crazy but it seems a lot more daunting than it often is at first just because of the scale you walk into a new environment and you're like, whoa, I have no idea what's going on. I'm so disoriented. I have no idea where to even start. And then within a few minutes, you you start to like understand, okay, this is, okay, I, I see what's going on now. Um, so the way the game opens up like that and the way it sort of teaches itself to you, I, fi I found um, uh, pretty great. So <clears throat> I would say... This game probably, I can't really honestly say how long this game took me because I don't have a count of that. I don't think Epic Games does that. Um, at least, let me see. Yeah, I don't have any kind of data like that from Epic Games. Um, I'll also mention that uh, William Cheer, this, uh, this developer, I was like I ended up after I played through the game I was checking out like his YouTube and I heard I saw a video where he was talking about you know his epic games deal why he decided to do that some of the backlash that he got and you know learned that Manifold Garden was a passion project and it was seven years in the making and um, like many other developers uh, epic games was a chance for him to actually I guess release the game and and not have to struggle unbelievably uh, financially to make this happen, which probably would have been the case if he had like only gone with Steam, you know. Um, so I, I tr I'm not I'm not I'm not letting that be a hindrance on my judgment of the game, 
Uh, but you know, it's obviously cool to have that context and to know that, you know, that it's a huge pa- passion project and stuff like that. Um, but I would highly recommend Manifold Garden. It is a wonderfully psychedelic, like it's, it's the probably one of the more abstract games that I've ever played. It's bizarre. Like it, it's almost feels like the word game is just becoming more and more useless when we look at projects like this, because this is not, this has nothing to do with like the way most video games look and play and feel. It's just, this is an, uh, a, an extremely high level like art installation or something that happens to be gamified in, in ways and lets you navigate through it that way. Um, <clears throat> But that's a little pretentious of me. I mean, it is very much a game. It's just, um, it's it's a very unique game. I can I can honestly say that you know, so every now and then you play a game, and it makes you sort of ponder the word game and if it's really appropriate for what you're looking at. And and this is one of those I I would think because this is it's pretty out there. It's it's very psychedelic. Um, Obviously, it's an, an it's sort of like wor- uh, architectural worship. It is. Um, it doesn't really have a story, at least not that I could pick up on. I mean, um, I'm really not the best at like kind of poetic interpretation in film or in games or any or any medium really. Um, but I, you know, this is not a game that is about a story. It's not about, oh, it's a story of loss and, and you know, no. No, that's not what's happening here, I don't believe. I think it's just a really cool looking game. It's, it's a play on environments. It's a play on, um, on, uh, let's see. It's a play on environments and really kind of I'm, I'm struggling for words because it it kind of ends there but that's okay like you don't really need you don't need to fluff it up with um, a, a weird emotional story tie-in or or some like twist or some like poetic interpretation that you're supposed to pull out of it no it's just a really fun puzzle game where you go through a bunch of environments and the the impact you feel from this game is probably greater than that that you would feel from like a game that relies more on uh, emotion and storytelling just because of the scale. Like I said, the scale of these environments just are like awe-inspiring sometimes. It's just so like you just feel like you walk into these environments and you're like, what the hell am I even going to do here? Well, this is this is massive. This is like eight, this is like miles of, of, uh, coverage that I have to get through here to just to feel like I have any idea what's going on, but that ends up not being the case. And actually the puzzles are, are quite manageable, I would say. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think the game probably took me maybe five, six hours to beat. I, I don't know that for sure. I'm just based on like, the time that I put in sort of over the weekend as well as uh, finished up today. It was about, it seems like it was about that long. I will say, um, I guess the one negative I will say is that this game was 
by the time it ended, I was definitely ready for it to be over. Like the last little stretch there um, was incredibly well designed and very enjoyable, but I was a bit fatigued at that point and kind of just ready to be uh, done with it. Um, so I think it's it, the, the, the length is, is right. It's not, it's not overwhelming. It's not like, this is not a kind the kind of game you'd want to spend a hundred hours in, to be honest. It's one that you would want to, uh, pick up and put down. Um, it's, it's just not one that you'd, you'd want to spend a, a whole lot of time with because it, it feels pretty heavy. It's like, you kind of have to be in the mood to play this game and, um, you don't have to be in the mood to try it, but if you really want to like put those hours in and get all the way through it, you kind of have to, you kind of have to let that, uh, let yourself do that. Okay. So anyway, I have very positive feelings about Manifold Garden. Like I said, probably on my top 10 year, uh, games of the year list. I think it easily makes the list. Um, so highly recommended for me. So, um, that, uh, I guess I will leave it there. Uh, it's been road noise gaming. You can catch me on Twitter at road noise gaming. Uh, that is it for this one guys. Peace.